This program is brought to you by the University of Southern Queensland. What's up everyone? My name is Russell and what time is it? It is Hero Time in which I'll be bringing you up to date on all the latest in pop culture news for your hearing pleasure. Coming up this week, Marvel's Echo gets a brand new trailer. The new Planet of the Apes movie revealed House of the Dragon Season 2 set for 2024 release. And Nicolas Cage criticized his Flash cameo. But first up in our top story, coming from the folks of IGN, the first trailer for Echo, the next of Disney Plus's Marvel Cinematic Universe series, is finally here. It looks like something of a return in tone to the Netflix Marvel shows. And not just because Vincent D'Onofrio's Wilson Fisk slash Kingpin plays a prominent role. In addition to D'Onofrio's return, the series stars Alacqua Cox as Maya Lopez slash Echo reprising her role from Hawkeye where she debuted as the deaf gang leader on the hunt for Ronan, a.k.a. Clint Barton, who is also Hawkeye. The trailer is somewhat surprisingly violent, showing Fisk dowling out some brutal beatdowns, gun violence, and even one shot of a dead man with blood coming from his eyes and mouth. It, in short, looks more like Daredevil than Loki or Miss Marvel, a return to a grittier, more mature feel. Per Disney's official synopsis, Echo will follow Maya as she must face her past, reconnect with her Native American roots, and embrace the meaning of family and community if she ever hopes to move forward. In another Previously revealed first, Echo will also be the first MCU series to drop all of its episodes at once instead of weekly, with the entire first season hitting Disney Plus on the 10th of January. Up next, reports from IGN confirmed that the first trailer for Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes has arrived about six years after 2017's War for the Planet of the Apes, giving us a first look at its post-human world. As the trailer reveals, there are a few new faces in the latest installment of the beloved franchise, based on a novel by Pierre Ball. Owen Teague has joined the cast as the voice and motion capture of Cornelius. Caesar's son, and the film's central ape. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes will follow him as he attempts to navigate this new world, one where nature has taken back rule and humanity's been forced into the shadows. Or, as the film's official synopsis reads, as a new tyrannical ape leader builds his empire, one young ape, undertakes a harrowing journey that will cause him to question all that he has known about the past and to make choices that will define a future for apes and humans alike.
Kevin Durand, Freya Allen, William H. Macy, and Peter Macken round out the franchise's set of newcoming cast members for this installment. Maze Runner scribe Wes Ball has taken over the director's chair for this film, helming from a screenplay by Josh Friedman, Rick Jaffa, Amanda Silva, and Patrick Ayson. Peter Chernin and Jeno Topping executive produced the film with Jaffa, Silva, Joe Hartwick Jr., and Jason Reed credited as producers on the project. The movie was shot in Sydney, Australia, with production beginning in October last year and wrapping up just four months later in February of this year. At the time, Ball announced the conclusion of principal photography, principal photography via social media with a behind-the-scenes clip from the set. The franchise has become something of a worldwide phenomenon over the years, garnering more than $2 billion in worldwide box office returns to date. A lot of casual fans are unaware, but the original series began with the first film in 1968 and spanned six films through 2001. Ten years later, the reboot series we all know and love began with the first installment, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, in 2011. 2014's Dawn of the Planet of the Apes and 2017's War for the Planet of the Apes, both of which were directed by the Batman's Matt Reeves, followed to acclaim, and when Disney acquired 20th Century Fox in April 2019, it was no surprise when the studio announced that they planned to add more Planet of the Apes films to the pile. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes will arrive in theaters on the 24th of May, 2024. Up next, IGN reports that House of the Dragon Season 2 premieres early winter 2024, HBO has confirmed. At an event in New York attended by Variety, HBO Network chief Casey Bloys announced the premiere window alongside a debut trailer journalists were restricted from reporting on under embargo. Meanwhile, Blois said the Game of Thrones spin-off, A Knight of the Seven Kingdoms, The Hedge Knight, begins shooting next spring with the expectations the ongoing SAG after strike will have ended by then. A Knight of the Seven Kingdoms, The Hedge Knight, is set a century before the events of Game of Thrones and revolves around Sir Duncan the Tall and his squire Egg. House of the Dragon takes place 200 years before the events of the original show, which is based on George R. R. Martin's series of books. It follows the Targaryen dynasty in Westeros after a unification of the Seven Kingdoms. Last week, Game of Thrones' Lena Headey, Cersei Lannister herself, revealed she wanted a different ending for her character. Hedy also made clear she doesn't miss the show itself, 
and hasn't kept up with House of the Dragon, deeming it too weird for her to watch. As mentioned before, House of the Dragon Season 2 will premiere in the early winter of 2024. The final reports of the day, reports coming from, you guessed it, IGN, states that it's no secret that The Flash packed in plenty of super-powered cameos. However, it looks as though Nick Cage's cameo wasn't at all the same as what he filmed. When I went to the picture, it was me fighting a giant spider. I did not do that, he told Yahoo Entertainment. That was not what I did. The scene in question appears near the end of The Flash during the climactic Chrono Bowl battle, which sees Barry Allen, played by Ezra Miller, snatch a glimpse at various worlds throughout the multiverse. Nick Cage's cameo is a glimpse at one of those worlds and a callback to the Tim Burton Superman movie that was never made, but would have starred Cage as the Man of Steel. Although the cameo was very CGI in its appearance, it was nevertheless shot in person, with Cage appearing on set adorned in the Superman costume. And while it may have eventually differed from what he shot, Cage insisted it was not AI. I don't think it was created by AI, he said. I know Tim Burton is very upset about AI, as am I. It was CGI, okay? So that they could de-age me and I'm fighting a spider. I didn't do any of that, so I don't know what happened there. But I get where Tim's coming from. I know what he means. I would be very unhappy if people were taking my art and appropriating them. I get it. I mean, I'm with him in that regard. AI is a nightmare to me. It's inhumane. You can't get more inhumane than artificial intelligence. But I don't think it was AI in the flash, he added. I just think that they did something with it, and again, it's out of my control. I literally went to shoot a scene for maybe an hour in the suit, looking at the destruction of the universe and trying to convey the feelings of loss and sadness and terror in my eyes. That's all I did. Despite the scene eventually leaning on CGI, presumably to add in the giant spider, Cage did praise director Andy Muschietti's attention to detail when it comes to the iconic suit. They did put a lot of time into building the suit, Cage said. I think Andy is a terrific director, and he's a great guy and a great director, and I love his two It movies. However, he was still surprised to see the shot go further than he had filmed. What I was supposed to do was literally just be standing in an alternate dimension, if you will, and witnessing the destruction of the universe, he said. Kal-El was bearing witness to the end of the universe. And you can imagine, with that short amount of time that I had, 
what that would mean in terms of what I can convey. I had no dialogue, so had to convey with my eyes the emotion. So that's what I did. I was on set for maybe three hours. And that's all the time for Hero Time this week. Thank you very much for listening to this week's edition of Hero Time. Join me again next week where I keep you up to date on all the latest in pop culture news for your absolute hearing pleasure. And don't forget you can follow me on X at Phoenix Hero Time. And if you want to catch up on this week's episode of Hero Time, listen to it again on my own Hero Time podcast on whatever podcast systems you may find. Thanks again for listening. My name is Russell, and for all the music and programs you love, keep it right here to Phoenix Radio Online on phoenixradio.com.au and on the TuneIn Radio app. Catch you then. Bye-bye.